0: Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today.
1: It's time for Curbside. He shoots, the score! With the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. The score! By Randall's, St. Louis's number one liquor store. Visit shoprandalls.com. count that, that big pen.
0: Alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. Going out to the Brown and and Celebrity line to catch up with the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Blues were able to break the losing streak last night, 7-4 to victory in Long Island. Kerbs, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today?
1: I'm doing good. I'm, I'm watching all these signings in Major League Baseball and I just kind of chuckle because i remember the time and how big of a deal it was when kirby puckett signed for a million dollars
0: times have changed that, my that, friend that has, has to have be changed. before i was even born Curz. that might have been before i was even a thought
1: uh, i know uh, i know and i mean that's that's the crazy thing you know the first million dollar man in baseball and the guys start signing and and, it, and it's big and then wow i mean 40 million dollars a year for nine years like that's it just shows you where this uh, the business of sports has just really gone. Just amazing. I was
0: about to say, and that, the thing is, like they're worth it, right? Because these teams, I mean, they just got, I think it was $30 million for the last segment of their BAM Tech uh, payout from from that. Like I think it was 10 years ago that they got paid out. So the, the teams are making money hand over fist, and the players deserve their share. Five-year, $87.5 million for those that are just tuning in is what the Cardinals ended up giving to Wilson Contreras. It is the largest free agency, free agency deal that the Cardinals have ever agreed to with a player who had not previously played with the team. Curbs, I wanted to talk to you about a free agent deal that the Blues signed this past offseason, and that is with Thomas Grice. He was really solid in net last night. I know he ended up giving up the four goals, but I thought overall was was pretty good for them what did you see from Grice last night? And given the struggles that we've seen, not entirely on him, but the struggles that Bennington's had in his last six games, do you think that the blues go back to Thomas Grice on Thursday against Winnipeg?
1: No, I think you go right back to, uh, to Jordan Bennington. He, he's your starting goaltender. Uh, th- th- this is not a situation like last year where you're wondering, Hey, do you have an up and comer like a Billy who? To to me, You've got your starting goaltender, and you've, you clearly had your backup goaltender in, in Thomas Grice. And, and I thought Tom, Thomas has been, has been really good. I think there's two games that, you know, I think it was really kind of shaky, but, you know, the backup goaltender, man, that role is tough. Like like last night, you're playing the second game of a back-to-back. Uh, you're, you're playing that third game when it's three and four. And, uh, and, man, oh, man, has he faced a lot of shots when he's come into the game. But he knew the Islanders, obviously, having played there for five years, he, he knew their shooters he knew their player tendencies it was a smart start for him and, and he delivered you know just what the St Louis blues needed so no I mean you you could justify when you look at the upcoming schedule how it's going to go you could justify putting him in again if you wanted to give Jordan Bennington an extra couple of days but I just I'd be surprised if that happens to me I, I'm, I'm putting Jordan Bennington back in net tomorrow night. Curbs,
0: do do you feel like from your perspective, this team is starting to take baby steps towards what they're trying to accomplish? And, And the reason I say baby steps is because watching the first two periods of that Rangers game, you know, they won the puck possession battle. They were playing the way that Craig Bruby wants them to play of possessing the puck in the offensive zone, not shutting them down defensively, but really not giving them chances. And then last night they didn't win the puck possession battle, but they really didn't have those blatant turnovers. And they did have a lot of offensive zone time.
1: Well, you know what? What I really liked about the way Craig Ruby structured his lineup last night is with Pavel Nevich being out, he didn't really juggle a whole lot. We didn't see, you know, just a, you know, a whole bingo board of numbers going in and then just pulling, you know, some guys out. One, I like the fact that he put Levo back with Ryan O'Reilly. The eye test is the eye test. Sometimes the eye test actually just, It doesn't, you don't have to justify it with numbers. You don't have to, sometimes you're like, okay, well, something's working. And maybe you can't really explain it, but it's working. So keep it. All right. So I like that aspect of it. I like the fact that he took Cairo away from Ryan O'Reilly. That combination has not looked good, has not looked right. Hasn't worked all season long. Cairo is not ready to play with Ryan O'Reilly, in my opinion, and absorb the type of minutes against the type of players that Ryan O'Reilly has to deal with. There's too much... There's still too much risk uh, and and in, in Jordan Kyrou's game, I think, to be an effective winger for Ryan O'Reilly. So, to me, the fact that he put Jordan Kyrou down that one line in Pavel Butchnevich's spot, he kept the bottom part of the lineup the same for the most part, and then just put Will Bitton in. Like, he kept that fourth line the same. The guy, and I, I talked to guys in, in at the Garden about this. And just knowing your role, knowing what you're supposed to do, knowing when that – there's a scenario that's coming in. You know you're going over the board. You're the first penalty killer. You're the second. You You're this You know, they he needs a direct shift, and he's going right to the grind line. He's going to put you guys in. And, and I think the fact that he didn't really juggle the lineup a whole heap for, the, for that game yesterday was really helpful, and I thought was one of the reasons that led to success.
0: Curbs, they ended up winning that game, and they finished it out with a, a couple of empty netters that, that extended the lead, which was nice to see from them. But – it was another game where they allow the three goals in the third period. It's, I think, eight straight now that they've allowed at least three goals in any individual period. And it's also eight games straight where they've allowed at least four goals in a game. As much as last night was was nice to see for them to get out of this losing streak, it did include a lot of the struggles that they've had previously. How do they get away from that? How, how do they start improving when it comes to the goal prevention?
1: Uh, you fix the penalty kill. I, I really actually think so much of the problems are related to the penalty kill right now. Um, it, because if you go and you look, like even last night, within a shift or two after they scored, a penalty was taken. Now, we we have seen some – I have seen some of the most egregious, worst calls on this road trip that are just – I mean, they're mind-boggling bad. I, I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I actually – this is crazy. If you're a referee or you're an umpire, no matter what the sport, okay – if you've officiated as a pro in a major league, let's say, and let's pick a number. Let's even if we want to make it a long number. Let's say it's ten years. But if, you, if you've been a ref for ten years and you haven't officiated in the playoffs, it's time to be fired. Like you're, if you're not good enough to be in the playoffs, you're really good enough to be in the league. So I, we, we saw. I think we saw some some absolutely horrific calls. Having said that, you still got to kill them. And, and the, the curves, blues, the blues have, have the, the fewest calls.
0: penalties taken all year in, in the NHL, like by a decent margin.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's why, that's why even, even if it's a good call, bad call, whatever, you still got to kill it. One of the issues I think they've had on the penalty kill. So it's the timeliness of this. And then it's been forced. Like if I'm, I'm dead convinced that if the New York Islanders don't get that power play goal last night, you're not sniffing a comeback in any way in that game. To me, what they really, they need some practice time for the penalty kill. And the Blues have been playing such a clip of games that when you've got to work in rest, you've got like the, the focus time that they need, it's hard. And when that thing spirals like it has spiraled, sometimes it's really hard to get a hold of it, but somehow they have to find a way. I actually really do believe that fixing that penalty kill Will make a huge difference on the psyche of this team and actually help the five-on-five play of that. And uh, you know, and then, then the other thing, guys, is you know I, I thought they had three lines that played the really smart game. I thought the Thomas line still had, and you have to expect this with with Kyru, with Tarasenko. You have to expect some risk in the game. They're creative players. They're trying to make things happen, you know. But there are there are times for it, and, and you know, and there and there are times when you just have to get that puck in deep. And um and I again this is just the growth of young players in the league when it comes to the two young guys the blues have, have given those big contracts to and that's it. That's just making the smart play, not gripping the stick too much and just getting it in and playing that style led by your captain, Ryan O'Reilly.
0: Well, Curbs, we're hoping that the Blues are able to hold this and and keep it back on track as opposed to what happened last time where it was more of a one-off. Looking forward to the game tomorrow night. Blues versus the Jets. You'll be on the call for that one starting at 7 o'clock. Alex will handle the pregame coverage starting at 6. Look forward to talking with you again next week. All the best, and uh, we'll talk with you again soon,
1: Curbs. All right, have some fun, fellas. Talk to you a little later. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on.